In response, a legacy podcast is brought to you by greatnessatanycost.com and austrian-legacy.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the 17th episode we're practicing safer podcasting of in response, a legacy podcast. I'm Philip Klein. I'm Daniel. And I'm Peter Plank. <laughs> we're talking about legacy. Most of the time. So we're having a, a real good uh, good time. <laughs> Actually, we have, I think, uh, two bottles of wine uh, in now. Probably. <laughs> and, yeah. and some beer. So. Uh, yeah, we are back together. Yeah, that, that's, that's great. Oh my God, I can't, I can't imagine we... Uh, we we are we're really sitting here, just just a yeah. um, an arm length away from each other, and uh, it's it's a great feeling. I I can't emphasize yeah. this uh, that much. Uh, I I gotta say, um, but uh, we are really practicing safer podcasting here. We are oh, yeah. all tested for mm. COVID nineteen. We're we keeping all, distance. We're keeping distance. We're all. Um, negative in, <laughs> yeah. in, 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 uh, for, for COVID-19, but, but we're positive, so... Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that the, the distancing is, I think, in Austria, two meters now instead of one meter? Okay. Yeah. At first it was the baby elephant, and now it's the whale penis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's... <laughs> in, in the media, it's called... You um, mean from I think the sperm whale or, or, or the blue whale? The blue whale. <laughs> I mean, if this is 20 centimeters, this is two meters. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> should, it should yeah. be should be all right. <laughs> yeah. Should be all right. Yeah. Uh, ju just for imagination, um, <laughs> the distance Daniel pointed out was the length of a magic card for 20 <laughs> centimeters. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's like all men say, right? <laughs> yeah, that's why girls can't park <laughs> because they think that's 20 centimeters. <laughs> Okay. Ah. Nice. Uh, no, I think we're just happy to be back together. Oh uh, uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's kind of great. We are trying to um, to record now for two hours, I think. Yeah. Um, should be more like three, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we just shit talking all the time <laughs> and having just lots of fun, uh, and it's great. Oh oh yeah, folks, it's it's just great, and I can't wait to uh, to get vaccinated or be be. Oh, for this all to blow over. Um, yeah. I, I gotta say, I'm sometimes I'm really jealous of the of the U.S. or, mm -hmm. or countries that um, have this all the all this vaccination thing. Um, yeah, they're just skipping all the bureaucracy. Yeah, yeah, and they're just. Vaccinate this one, you get an vaccination. <laughs> <laughs> like Oprah, you get a vaccine, yeah. and you get a vaccine, and you get a vaccine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, and I think in these times, it is the better way to do it, actually. Uh, uh, for sure, for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, just, just everyone gets a needle, and, yeah. and everything's good again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and all the time, I'm just jealous when I hear the, uh, hear the, hear the guys I think Israel in has a... Uh, vaccination rate of about fifty-five percent of the population right now. Yeah, and also the UK has about five million already vaccinated, yeah. uh, and they are seeing a plummeting in uh, in the in the cases of COVID nineteen, and yeah. and in Austria they're just rising again. And I just hope we don't have another lockdown, but I think we will have. And uh, seems oh inevitable. Yeah, it's it's just hard. I mean. The, the problem was that Europe, the European Union as all together, um, basically purchased um, two low amounts from the right uh, vaccines and just way too late. And yeah, I mean, it will be interesting how it will be in the near future. It's the one thing that Brexit has done to Europe was that now the vaccine production is in Great Britain yeah. and they left the European Union so they aren't forced to distribute everything to the sure. European Union and then back to Great Britain so they can keep it for themselves and with that um, I think it's AstraZeneca mm -hmm. 
has just way too low amounts that is delivered to to Europe. I think it's between, it's just way too low, mm -hmm. and yeah, will be interesting how it will fare for, yeah, Europe and Austria altogether. I think we have now. N we are now near one million. We are a little bit above one million. We are, um, I think, one point oh. Eight or 1.07 okay. yeah. uh, million people now vaccinated, um, which is about one eighth, one ninth, one ninth, one ninth of our I mean, population. And uh, the one million or one and a half million children won't be one million children, I think, w won't be um, vaccinated. vaccinated, yeah, in because the near they're future. under 16, yeah, yeah. And I think we will have near to one million people in Austria that won't yeah, get vaccinated because they just don't want maybe to. Maybe more, but... Ma yeah. Maybe more, but yeah, will be will be interesting. Yeah, how um, many decide not to? I mean, we have... We had a, a real big um, march uh, in Vienna, I think, one, one week ago, where, yeah, it was basically... These pictures are horrifying in, in a pandemic like this one. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, such things are just dumb. I mean, the scientific research is here, so uh, there's nothing to argue about, in, in my opinion. So. But the <laughs> earth is flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of the same, but, case, but yeah. I don't want, to, uh, don't want to go that route now. Let's, um, yeah, let's talk about different um, yeah. things. Oh, for sure, for sure. So something more, more, more interesting. More good to hear about, I think. Yeah, actually, yeah. but but uh, we're sitting here together uh, and be test negative and uh, just having fun. Uh, it's kind of a real um, positive or, or good news mm -hmm. for me. And yeah, I haven't had so much fun since uh, some some months at least. <laughs> so uh, it, it's it's really great. It's really great. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and speaking of me, um, what's going I, on? Yeah, I also think I have a, a really good time at the moment with legacy since the oko band um my my uh how can i say this um i i won't say my dreams came true uh <laughs> but <laughs> I, i'm working towards it i'm working um all the time now on a red green madness list and yesterday i finally um break the 4-1 barrier uh, just a little bit short of 5.0 uh, to get published, but that's that's actually my uh, biggest dream right now or, or biggest uh, goal uh, that I have to uh, get to. And I, um, you, uh, you can find the list on, on my Twitter. It's at FinnecMTG. And it's basically a hollow one list with wench, with wench wine in red and green. And... Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I just like this new meta. Uh, without Oku, without Astrolabe, and without Treasure Arcanist, you can... It's basically like um, Modern Horizons and War of the Spark and, and Throne of Eldraine never happened. Kind of, yeah. Um, yeah, because, yeah. Uh, because the other cards of this uh, of these expansions... I mean, Brazen Borrow is still a thing, but the rest is... Yeah, but, but they are uh, of... Uh, they're feeling right for the power level for, of legacy. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so, so that's okay, in my opinion. And um, so, I, I really love the new meta, and you can do so many stupid things in it. And <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I know that this this pile of of dog shit, like you, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like you, Peter, uh, called it. <laughs> um, no offense taken here. <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> it's probably the right reason to call it, but um, it's fun. Uh, and yeah. that's what I like about it. And um, yeah, I'm going to 5 0 with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep the fingers crossed for Philip. Yeah, I mean, we're setting up a donation account. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all your ticks. Give me all your ticks. <laughs> I mean, statistically, it's true that sometimes you will get the 5-0 but yeah how long it takes is a different question oh yeah, <laughs> yeah i went yeah. two and three today 
<laughs> with the same list. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I got a little bit unlucky with my burning curies. But but that, that's what I uh, found really funny um, when I played this deck in the league and uh, and I just uh, punched my opponent for fourteen on turn one and he uh, and he said in the chat like uh, something like this like uh, really getting lucky today aren't we <laughs> 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 and I thought like. Uh, well, I played Burning Inquiry, I discarded random. What do you <laughs> think this is? <laughs> <laughs> this According is basically <laughs> Philip at a slot machine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I can definitely see this. <laughs> I am in Vegas now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was in Vegas. <laughs> and I played, played a whole freaking $6 at the slots. <laughs> That's nice. This is nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the rest I used for uh, hookers. No, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, just for sightseeing. But yeah, we guess it's great. <laughs> 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 the sightseeing and hookers is basically the same. You, you just <laughs> look at the beautiful mountains over there. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the Grand Canyon. Oh, God, it doesn't get better. So uh, I think that's enough about <laughs> uh, from me. So, so Peter, just going over to you. What happens uh, in your life at the moment? Yeah, now with uh, March going on, back to university, doing courses and something like that. Um, with my dad, I'm now working a little bit with him together. So I'm a little bit now programming on SAP, which is basically one of the the biggest software firms out there and i'm programming now on abap4 ABAP. and it's yeah it's basically a really really interesting programming language. is it the same like ppap acab uh <laughs> do you know this uh this song uh pen pineapple apple pen <laughs> <laughs> Pineapple Pineapple Apple Pen. I think something like that. Pen Pineapple Apple Pen. Pen Pineapple Apple Pen. Yeah. This is the programming language that you're referring to, right? So I have to put pineapples and apples and pens in there. No. No, but it's it's a really, really interesting language to think to to program and yeah. Playing some games while studying. Today I discovered Loop Heroes, which is roguelike uh, yeah, yeah tell game. me something about this you, you already uh said that it was r really fun and <laughs> i i can't imagine anything about it yeah it's it's basically um a, a game where where you you spawn um and you you run around in a, in, a, in a circle with your hero you get to equip um some new weapons armor and something like that you you fight various um camps of, of monsters and you you develop a town um, and yeah so some progress every every round that you do and it's really really interesting and how you build your characters every try and it's something I will enjoy in the near future today I played for two or three hours okay. so it was really really cool and I will look forward for the next few days and weeks because studying will go a little bit on the side and the game will go up but no studying has to go through but on the downtime something good to do so so for clarification you say it's like an rpg but with moba elements or no, no it's 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 a rogue game where where you get um every time you defeat enemies you get cards where you can place um good stuff and bad stuff so uh, okay, uh, so, yeah. so you can ha you have some uh, mountains um fields and something like that mm -hmm. that will empower your hero and you have to to put something like graveyards um and some stuff near the road where you travel each time where you go run in the circle um and there are enemies spawn that you have to defeat oh, okay yeah and then you progress you you fight against um bigger bosses um every 10 rounds or something like that and it's yeah really really interesting and decision like and so the enemy comes in waves you say um no you run around in a circle and every time you you cross um various amounts of of enemy spawn 
Oh, okay. So, uh, it's kind of strange. <laughs> yeah, it, you you have to play it, but I think if you... I don't know how, how this game is called. It it was pretty big last year. Mohun or something. <laughs> <laughs> pretty big last year. Mohun. is basically something like 1999 yeah, yeah. or no, something like that. No, it's 2000, 2002. 2005, 2004. Yeah. I don't know if the listeners know what Mohun is, but you should Google it. <laughs> I mean, it's basically mostly... Is it Duck Hunt? Yeah, should be that kind. Yeah, something like that kind. Yeah, yeah. You basically it, shoot it was big ducks. in the German-speaking countries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it but was back in the <laughs> early two thousand. Yeah, it was the first for the millennials. Count, yeah. <laughs> the first Counter-Strike-like shooter. <laughs> Family friendly. <laughs> Family friendly because you had something to eat afterwards. <laughs> you only shoot at uh, ducks. <laughs> Three sixty no scope. Now you know where it's coming. <laughs> Duckstead, Duckstead, yeah. <laughs> ah. yeah. Way the good. Oh Way the good of a time we have together oh, here. Yeah. So, yeah. Too much for me. So, Philip, what were... Ah. You mean Daniel, Daniel. I was already. <laughs> I Daniel. had my turn. <laughs> Look at me, I'm the Philip now. <laughs> Hello, Philip. What Hello, have Philip. you done today? <laughs> what have I done? I was at work, basically. And I... Uh, funny that you mentioned it, because today I... But I had a little bit of a trouble, some meeting. There's a little bit of a mess going around with our organization of the university and our institute. And together with a colleague, we uh, yeah, resembled a new plan on how to organize and proceed things when it comes to ordering. Because we have... Uh, I'm, I'm at a chemical institute and we have to do a lot of orderings for chemicals and sometimes it doesn't work. And uh, yeah, we prepared a plan for it. And this was very exhausting actually today. Um, but this is just on a side note. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in general, have you guys ever um, thought about insurance when it comes to magic cards? Actually, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had to deal with this uh, in the last two weeks actually and I still do it a little bit because I, um, I'm going to change my insurance and I wanted to make sure that my magic card uh, collection is just insured with my insurance company and it's a lot of stress that you actually get to insure your cards you have to categorize them you have to make a list of all the values of the card you have to take pictures of each card and you have to um, make sure that the insurance knows where the prices of and the value of the card is coming from. And when you send all the information to the insurance, then you can get your cards insured. And I'm in the middle of the process of taking pictures of my cards, categorizing them and putting them into an Excel sheet. And it's, uh, yeah, a lot of boring work actually but i'm hoping that i will yeah be finished by the end of the week actually but but does your insurance also cover um theft yeah okay in that okay. case yeah okay um you have to just make sure basically what your collection is worth and this the state of your collection when you hand it into your insurance is or the the, the total net worth let's say is then covered in any case uh, okay. robbery okay. theft uh, if your house burns down or I don't know water damage whatever yeah. uh, if it just somehow gets lost um, then it is covered okay okay, okay because because just um, buying a fireproof safe yeah. would be a lot cheaper if if theft wasn't uh, wasn't included yeah in that case sure but the insurance is not really that uh, expensive compared to my old one so it's included there you just have <coughs> to put in the work of uh, okay. it, it's so, so it's, it's in, in the standard yeah. insurance yeah. it is included that yeah. they are magic cards yeah. okay okay that's interesting okay yeah. so so it's uh, is it the household insurance yeah, yeah. it's the household it, yeah. okay basically it's there i think always covered um but in each case, you have to prove that you had the cards. Actually, so so true, yeah. if uh, Philip and I, we, we 
both, I'm <laughs> certain we, we both have household insurances. Yeah, yeah. Um, they should it, all be covered there. Yeah. It, it is covered there, but you have to have um, pictures that yeah. you prove that you own the things. Yeah, exactly. Um, because you can't just make up some num numbers and uh, um, yeah. please now my my cards are being stolen. Now let's uh, give me 20,000 euros or something like that. I mean, yeah. They want to know why. So, so you have to really prove it to them okay. that you yeah. really have the... And you only card. ensure the, the value that you got, mm -hmm. uh, that the cards got now. Yeah. So, uh, so basically, if, if Underground Sea spikes to um, 700 price, yeah. or 1,000 uh, euros, um, uh, then they uh, and then they get stolen, they only cover the, um, I think, 400, 500. I think so. I'm not worth. sure if you can more or less update the information about this. I'm not sure. I, I think you can update it, uh, but that's uh, the same work again. The same work again, yeah. You yeah, should yeah. be able because um, in in the basic household insurance, I think it's uh, uh, there is a basic price uh, enlisted for the stuff that you have. It's yeah. it's the same for um, like your couches and your tables yeah. and stuff like that. Your your kitchen and every electrical um, mm -hmm. stuff you own, um, and if that gets stolen, it's all in the same price and basic I, I just throw in a number if you have an uh, insurance that covers like uh, 50,000 of household items um, your magic cards are maybe 10 15 or 20 grand or something like that yeah. and the rest with the rest of your stuff it doesn't go over the 50,000 it's no problem yeah. okay. but if it's all about 60 or 70,000, um, you have to talk to your insurance company that, yeah, basically the stuff that you own in your house is more worth than the 50,000 that is covered, yeah. um, that they have to update it, and then you have to pay a little bit more for yeah. insurance. Okay, yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So you have basically a sum uh, value, sum... Uh, yeah. You've got a cap. A cap, there, yeah. There's a cap in there and that is covered. It is basically, if you below that cap, you can distribute it to any, you know. Yeah. You can't just it, have yeah. one gold bar of 50,000 and the uh, rest that is worthless. melts. <laughs> yeah. It melts along the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use it anywhere yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, university, of course, also. That's what's going on. And um, I, I tried to build... Uh, a bug mid-range list um, and it's and I played it in last webcam FNM last Friday yeah, yeah. where I lost against you <laughs> <laughs> I, I lost basically against everyone besides Peter <laughs> and I lost to everyone including Philip <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah elaborate a little bit on this um, I mean it's basically just a normal bug list uh, what you could imagine it of course has euros in it um, Uro and um, I, threw, I threw in some tomographs <laughs> and um, oh and I also have a pair of hard breacher in it as a creature base okay. um, but just as a disruption element so without the combo of days and doing for example yeah. this would be the the controlish combo um, combination that you would play and the rest is just normal good stuff cards so fatal push uh, abrupt decay thoughts is a pair of him the turek yeah yeah the bane of my existence baleful yeah streaks. yeah <laughs> and baleful streaks of course yeah yeah peter but the real question is yeah <laughs> Will it play? <laughs> Will you play Intuition, Raven's Crime, and Life from the Loam in the near future? Uh, probably not, because I do not own uh, Intuition. But this is a certainly a nice combo. I think, wouldn't you be able to just play Loam and Raven's Crime alone? I mean, you basically go end of turn, Intuition for Loam, Raven's Crime, and Uro, and your opponent says, yeah. Let's go to next game. <laughs> Let's go to next because now it's really, really hard to come back from. Yeah, it's certainly a strong grindy element, but I think, yeah, I think it's not needed. Yeah, it's 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 a sweet, yeah. sweet on cards, but yeah, it's... the problem is that um, Raven's Crime on its own is not really a great card. 
Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's only good if your intuition isn't to yeah. your graveyard. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they for sure will give you the Raven's Crime into your hand. Probably. Probably, yeah. You can just skip the Uro and say, well, <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, this is certainly a value machine. Um, yeah, besides that, they don't got, of course, no access to any blasts. Um, I mean, I you really can play like hydroblasts. But yeah, hydroblasts. Which are, are now really great. Versus I have, have hydroblasts yeah. uh, in the sideboard, yeah. Um, but of course, I'm speaking of pyroblasts or red elemental blasts. But um, besides that, I think the deck is really actually nice. And I would call it a solid tier two to three kind of deck, more or less. Yeah, yeah that's, that's great, yeah. I think so. It's a, it's a fair it's fun. blue deck. Yeah, so so it should be should be maximum tier three, I would say. I, I think that the tier ratings are. Uh, I mean, overrated. It's yeah. yeah, it's it's playable. So yeah, fuck it. Whatever, <laughs> it's playable. It's Pe- fun. Uh, people put too much weight on on tier one or tier two yeah, or tier yeah. three. Um, I mean, we have one broken deck, a few good decks, and then some decks that can spike the format. So yeah, as long as your deck is is uh, consider. Uh, Constructed in a good way. Constructed in a good way and plays good cards. It, uh, it's always a good deck. And so I mean, it plays brainstorm, ponder, force of will. Uh, yeah, how ca- how, how bad can <laughs> a deck be if it plays brainstorm, ponder, force of will, um, <laughs> and force of negation? The other question: Do you have another finisher other than Ura? Uh, I have Tamogoyfs. Ah, yeah, you, you said you played Tamogoyfs. Yeah, so and fine. a pair of chases at the moment. But okay. this is mostly because I only do own uh, only two copies of Uro, and I think I want at least three. Yeah, seems and to be. And I might cut the chases for um, Archmage Charm. Would be a really really good. <laughs> Archmage Charm might, um, but it's a little bit uh, heavy on the blue side for the mana costs. I mean, I do not play wastelands. I just play. A, How many lands do you play? Twenty uh, or twenty-one. I think. Yeah. yeah. Just um, it is basically. Analog to the quickest control lists that you find on it. Do you, you also play, play 20 or 21 lands? How many islands do you play? Two. And one forest? No, uh, two islands, two swamps and no forests. Uh, with Uru, I would for sure play one forest. I mean, the forest, uh, besides Uru, I do not have that heavy green cards is a problem. I mean, I have Tamogolf and that's mostly seven library should be for sure included seven libraries in is in the sideboard yeah and will of some also it's, I, it's for sure a consideration yeah yeah definitely yeah but definitely not two forests no no, 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 no. only one you, oh, you okay, play yeah. one that i can see one that I you don't one. have to Maybe keep one, two yeah. fetch lands open uh, against the wasteland deck but most of the time it's such a bad draw to have forest in hand so yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I always feel it with uh, with the red green hollow wine mm-hmm. because I also play four vistas, three mountain, one forest. Yeah, the forest Two. is really bad actually. Sometimes. Oh yeah, and there are some hands, uh, starting hands, where I just have, oh yeah, I've got the one forest in hand and it just does nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it just does nothing. It casts nothing from yeah. the whole deck. I mean, it's a good consideration uh, concerning Blood Moon, if the Blood Moon is really present, and also back to basics, but I think it is more about Blood Moon right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, then for sure, the forest also makes more sense, but I think you can also always up... I think I have, I have three decays, yeah. and which are also good answers to, the, um, to Blood Moon, of course. Yeah. And Hydroblast. <laughs> yeah. For sure, for sure. Hydroblast probably the best answer to Blood Moon if you've got islands. Yeah. Don't think you need anything else. Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, you can float the, the mana for a Brab Decay, so that's another plus yeah. point too. So. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of the last um, Friday Night Magic that we've done via webcam, I've played with uh, Grixis Phoenix against you, and it was the second time I played mm-hmm. um, this kind of deck. In this, uh, in our, in our FNMs, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, what I wanted to say is, I think 
uh, at Whitefaces MTG, Callum Smith has won the Lotus Box Octagon with Grixis Phoenix, but but he opted for a mid-range sideboard instead of the um, the now, I think, yeah, the, the Doomsday sideboard that's pretty Common. pretty much standard now in the sideboard of Grixis Phoenix. And yeah, congratulations to to Callum for uh, winning this high profile tournament. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. Well, what did the sideboard consist of when you if you mention mid range? Uh, oh my god, uh, I have to take a look. I, I don't have it in my brain at the moment. But it's just value cards. Yeah, I, th- I, I think it's something like along the lines of um, Plague Engineer, and mm-hmm. uh, I think I he think also plays Baleful Strix in the sideboard. Had he played Lilia, uh, Liliana, the, the last hope? The last hope? Uh, I'm just um, searching, looking up the, the deck list, and yeah. we are here. So, what he basically has done is, is he, he cut the Delvers. <laughs> I, you play Delo also, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for four bobs. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't want to call him Dark Crown for that. It's, it's just Bob. <laughs> the right <laughs> artwork is. Yeah, and oh. the sideboard consists of Battle Mariveller, Blood Moon, a Braid, Pyroblast, Lillian, Last Hope, Thomas Crypt, Spell Pierce, and Fluster Storms. Okay. Yeah. The Battle Mariveller are really, really sweet tech, I would say. Mm-hmm. I really, really like them. But. Wouldn't your opponent board in? I mean, Rip is not um, really relevant in the meta game currently. Yeah, they are just. Um, I think in the leagues I've played with Hollow One, I ran into two standstill decks that played uh, Rest in Peace. Mm-hmm. And not even Death and Texas plays Rest in Peace at the moment. Um, all the Death and Texas decks I played against uh, haven't resolved def- uh, Rest in Peace on turn two. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it matters really much <laughs> against Hollow Wine, but <laughs> they they do not. <laughs> uh, uh, all the time, I'm I'm I just love it when they multi four and they put in the ley line. I think yeah, just safe and they just go uh, go to town with Felfon <laughs> on turn one. <laughs> uh, but but they're drifting off. Um, yeah, I really gotta say I love the Arclight Phoenix uh, builds that are now floating around, um, and also I think the the Doomsday sideboard is just an easy include. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm it, not really sure if it's right to don't play it that way. Yeah, I mean it's. It's something that utilizes the, the Dark Ritual from the main deck really, really well. And something like the mid-range pile, that, uh, the mid-range sideboard that um, Callum plays, is, it only synergizes well with, with the Liliana. Because everything else in the, in the deck does not want the three black mana. Yeah. And mm. that's really, really hard. But yeah, you then Dark some, Ritual some is... Rituals out, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one part of a AB combo deck, and if you could um, increase the amounts of B parts from the combo deck, it would be really, really fine. And and, and I gotta say, he has said he just pulled up a deck list he played before Ren and Six. Okay. And, and mm-hmm. just uh, played. played this in the Octagon. Okay. So it wasn't anywhere near um, updated or tuned. Yeah, and basically before Renin 6 was before Fasa's Oracle printing. Yeah. So it just made sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it definitely made sense. And, um, just a great showing of a really cool archetype. Archetype Phoenix is something that has to be explored a little bit more. I think it has staying power. And yeah. it would be great to have it in format. So it, it, we just need more pilots to play these kind of decks. Yeah, and I think Arclet is now in a great position with a lot of metagame discussion about it, with a mm-hmm. lot of deck development. Yeah, more people and, playing it, and I really like it. And that's really, really good for the deck. I mean, I played a fair share of tournaments with Arclet Phoenix 2, but to various low success with... <laughs> yeah, basically I played uh, blue-red lists, and I think the, the newer lists are way way better because i basically 
uh, took the, the modern deck and played it in, in mm -hmm. Legacy yeah. with Delbert. And the Crixus variant with Buried Alive is just way, way, way better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for and sure. And yeah, just to talk a little bit about the stuff I play. I play currently Blue-White Dayblade, just to <laughs> call uh, Philip Justice. <laughs> yeah, you wanted to call it Days Blade, but you don't play Days. You just <laughs> took the Days from Days Undoing, and it's just kind of strange. Uh, I, I know a uh, um, natural English speaker, just a second language. So um, Days Blade, I, I think it's just... Also, Dayblade refers to Beyblade a lot yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, it just rolls easier <laughs> from the tongue, in my opinion. So, so you're please call it like that. Peter, you're overruled here. <laughs> yeah, so, so basically what you say is I'm not allowed to play the deck anymore. Yeah. So, so I will Let's go... Let's go to the next topic. <laughs> so, so we'll go and tune my Mado Painter list, which we... Yeah. Or my Mado Painter Pile, mm -hmm. as, we, as I would like to call it, which we brewed together now because we had time and <laughs> instead yeah. of recording we, we brewed his his list now <laughs> right beforehand yeah i mean it was a really really cool deck i played last year but yeah the best card of it got banned because it was luros uh, and the yeah. the now mainstay card that would allow the deck to be good got banned because it is Arkham's Astrolab, so it will be... Oh, I thought about Census Divining Top. Oh, and Census like Divining <laughs> Top would be another really, really good card for the deck too. So, yeah, it will be interesting how it works out. I will but change but you've some. got Prophetic Prison. Yeah, it yeah. will be the same. What mana selects? No, I will play some games online, maybe some leaks, and we can talk about this on the next episode or something like that. Oh yeah, next episode is episode 18. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so now enough of your dog shit piles. Ooh. Let's talk about hey, another dog shit pile. I feel offended. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> Let's talk about another dog shit pile made from Wizards of the Coast. It's Universities Beyond. <laughs> Daniel, you got the line wrong. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's Universes Beyond. Basically, it's the expansion of yeah the, the Magic the Gathering world or the Magic the Gathering mechanics to yeah. other IPs such, such mm -hmm. as in the near future, yeah. Warhammer 40k uh, in five commander decks and Lord of the Rings in a whole new Magic set which all of these cards are legal to play in eternal formats. Like Thank legacy. you, Wizards. <laughs> um, I, I gotta say, I'm, I'm a little bit torn on this, on this topic. Um, on, the, on the one hand, I, I think it's really cool. I, I like Warhammer 40k, but I like Warhammer Fantasy a lot more. And I also like um, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Lord of the Rings is nice. Uh, but the fact that it's eternal legal just feels a little weird to me, um, because of what I never want to do in a legacy tournament <laughs> is playing a Stoneforge Mystic, searching up a chain sword or a mega blaster, playing it and equipping my Gandalf the Grey. <laughs> and attacking and getting it blocked by an orc equipped with the one ring. <laughs> and that's why I all, almost broke a glass. <laughs> yeah, Peter, you had enough. <laughs> I, I, ju I, just, I just hope that um, these cards won't find their way into our format. I, I think they could do it like something uh, or something like the, the Godzilla. Yeah. Um, IP that they've done. Uh, that would be okay, in my opinion. Um, but something like the secret layer. Um, the, walking, the walking, walking dead. Walking dead. Uh, we talked about it in a prior episode. It was called the wanking dead episode. The wanking dead. Yeah, the for. wanking dead. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of what it, what it feels like again with universes beyond. Um, 
I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just really, really hard for me to to have something like Gandalf in the universes. I mean, Gandalf is is fine. I would say the 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 magic mechanics or the fantasy world of Lord of the Rings is similar to the fantasy world of yeah. of, of Magic the Gathering. So so I can imagine that. Um, Lord of the Rings plays on a planet that the planeswalkers can travel to. So, so that is something that can be in the walls of Magic: The Gathering. Mm -hmm. But something like the the Space Marines with blasters just make no sense here. Mm -hmm. And Warhammer 40k won't be the last last thing. And something that I, I really really like about the idea of the Godzilla cards, even I hated it in the, f in the first run, was that they can bring other players into our game, and that is good, and they are allowed to play, like, basically skins. Mm -hmm. um, and I just don't like that we are forced to play with skins of cards, something like that. And if basically the blaster is something like... Uh, Viridian uh, Longbow, which was printed oh, in Mirrodin... Or something fine, like yeah. that. Um, but if it, if it is an Umisawa Shite, then it's a problem, yeah. For example. Yeah. I mean, no, no, I from, mean... From if, the power level-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if... If, if it's a skin um, of a Shite, then yeah. it's okay. If, yeah. the, if, if mean, it's just I mean, a skin... If it would be uh, an equipment that powerful like Shite that you had to play it in Stormwatch decks, for example. Yeah, but... Then it would be a problem. But it, if Im it is just a skin... Imagine of yeah. the Shite, that's fine. fine. That's fine, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's it's a, a little bit ridiculous. But... Um, actually, Warhammer 40k and, and, the, and the tanks and the guns and the chainsaws are already a little bit, yeah, uh, I'm not sure if they're too far, but how far are we away from, uh, that's not a little bit extreme, but how far, uh, how far away are we from uh, Secret Lair or, or the new set Friends? <laughs> with Chandler <laughs> oh, the Chand this would be nice yeah yeah yeah. I mean we are, we are still in a fantasy setting but we are more in a sci-fi setting and if it would only be fantasy uh, settings maybe I would be more yeah I mean it's okay but sci-fi just doesn't make sense I mean it's it's like Gandalf crewing and Death Star. I mean, it just <laughs> doesn't make any sense because if we go to Warhammer 40k, we are not far away from Stravos. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah. So, and if we are crewing the USS Enterprise or something like that, it's just whatever. Mm. I mean, yeah, that that their the magic IP has totally lost its uh, maybe their direction. I don't know, getting out of, uh, running out of ideas? No, I don't think so. I mean, they, they want to expand um, Magic the Gathering to, to, to a bigger audience. And, and I get it. And I really like the idea that they get more people into Legacy, which will lead mm -hmm. to eventually get more people into Legacy. Yeah. And that's something I really, really like. And we need to, that we get more people to play with, that the format can grow it as it is. But I dislike that we are forced to play with something that we don't like. I mean, you're, you're emphasizing the, the, the force aspect here. I mean, do you really think that, or I think you're arguing more or mostly about the, the risk that there might happen or emerge a case where we have to play with one or two cards as opposed to probably the much higher benefits of bringing new people into the magic scene actually yeah don't you think it's more the fear about the risk then we don't know for certain if there will be a card that we have to play uh, let's it, say uh, i think uh, it depends if if this uh, if maro has said in his blog attack post that uh, these cards are all eternal legal if this wasn't the case then it would be a slam dunk for me. Yeah, it would be Bring amazing. Everything, every IP, even even 
Uh, McDonald's new, versus yeah. Burger King. Yeah, yeah, McDonald's versus Burger King. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and How I Met Your Mother versus <laughs> Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, great. Bring it into the game. Make a but, draftable but, but set of out of it. It's cool. Do but, it like unstable. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, but just because they are uh, eternal legal, it doesn't mean they have to be played automatically that's my point yeah but you know you, you about know the power certain. creep of the last uh two years with the fire f- uh, philosophy yeah, i think i think they learned the point actually uh, <laughs> I, I hope i, I hope, hope so, so. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> at the same time <laughs> maybe, maybe we two are just um disillusioned yeah. from what uh, we, we, we actually think too bad about it yeah. maybe they make a standalone draftable set that mm-hmm. won't have any playable cards for legacy or something like that think the, and that's the ne- fine the next set that they're coming i think they will close to no playable cards in legacy i think it will be really downgraded in power level wise also the standard sets Hope, hope I think so. I mean, even playable cards are okay, even if they're from other IPs. But that just, I just fear of something like um, the the power level of of Oko or Lurus that, that we have to deal with for a year or, or half a year, a year yeah, or one and a half is, years. This is too that's big of a just from an other IP. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's probably too much for a lot of uh, people to bear yeah. and could uh, devastate any interest in the format. Yeah, I mean... But that's I'd just something I, I'm afraid of because I love the format and I love uh, all the people surrounding it. Yeah. I mean, I don't fear something like Oko Lurus in the near future. I think Definitely not. For, for the next one and a half year, I think they learned the point. I think it should be fine in the next one, half in one and a half year or maybe two or three years even. The one thing I fear is something like a non-broken card that is a must include in like maybe 5 to 15% of the meta share. Something like, can you imagine that the best, if, if Stoneforge Mystic was basically a Gandalf or something like that, or not a Gandalf, let's talk about another P, like it is Harry Potter or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um it's, it's 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 a Hagrid or something like that. It's a, it's an okay card. It isn't overpowered, but if you are playing in a fair deck that plays white, you have to play Hagrid, and that's something I dislike. Yeah, for sure. If for sure. it is only the skin for Stoneforge Mystic that is Hagrid, yeah. I'm completely fine. If I don't want to play with Hagrid because I dislike the Harry Potter franchise, I don't have to play Hagrid. Yeah, and that's something that can eventually um, develop over the next... Let's I, t- not talk about the next year or the next one uh, and a half year, but in the next four years. So the, 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 yeah. the potential for this is certainly there. But yeah. I think let's just trust and see what happens. And yeah. maybe only positive things about this will happen. So. Yeah, we, yeah, we certainly can't do anything about it. So yeah. <laughs> um, we just have to wait yeah. and see. So let's end the rant and start... Or end the episode with a really, really positive note. Oh yeah, Woo! because wizards... some things miraculous happen. Terminus. <laughs> Terminus. I mean, Terminus wasn't spoiled and won't be spoiled. But yeah, the miracle that happened is a remastered set about Time Spiral, where we got some really, 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 really gorgeous, gorgeous-looking matching cards. I'm so fucking hyped for this <laughs> yeah, I, I can't i can't emphasize this anything more um i came back to time spiral from my hiatus before i uh, uh what's basically happened is i i started magic with uh, onslaught then i took a hiatus and came back in time spiral and they were my first baby steps into competitive uh into competitive uh, magic and standard and draft and uh, block constructed and oh my god the nostalgia hits me hard <laughs> <laughs> for the first time I think in 10 years 15 years uh, I'm, I've am i been buying a box mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and, and that's 
that's really, really extreme for me. <laughs> I, I won't buy boxes. I only buy single. I won't buy boosters. But this time, fuck yeah, give it to me. Inject it into my veins. <laughs> I mean, I've since since I started playing Legacy and Modern basically exclusively, I've yeah stopped buying displays and something like that. And even I ordered a display of Time Spiral oh, Master really? Two. It's just okay. So I'm the only one basically who didn't do that. I'm just sticking to buying the things, but I will certainly <laughs> buy buy my things. <laughs> so, so a little bit high. <laughs> oh, I, I'm certainly very happy. I'm really, really happy to pimp out my decks. Um, especially looking forward for the Thoughtseas and the Ponder, actually. Yeah, Thoughtseas, really, really nice. Ponder, Lavinia, yeah. Containment Priest. Pyromancer, Gangler, Lingering oh, Soul, Decay, I really love Baral, Baral, Remand, Past and Flame. Uh, so many home runs in this set. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just hope this set sells so extremely well that uh, Watsi will do more of this. I mean, mm -hmm. basically, it feels like that Caleb Shera um, made the sheet f for us because we got Baral. Remand, past the flames, flames yeah. repeal. <laughs> yeah. It's it's basically yeah, thirteen cards or or eleven cards from Modern Storm that got printed. Wow. <laughs> that's the only thing for me that's that, that's missing is, um, uh, two two cards are missing. It's it's faithless looting and Collagon's command. Oh yeah, that I would have would been laughed nice. in this set. Then this would be nicer. Everything I need would be here. So. Uh, I have my young pyromancers, my battle revelers, my lingering souls, my favorite thing, <laughs> and my K commands. Oh fuck! <laughs> I would <laughs> never play anything else than Mardu pyromancer. And, I mean, and even if I go <laughs> 0 five in every league, it's just oh yeah, <laughs> fuck this! It's so good. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine that Arkham's Astrolab would have been one card of the sheet? Uh, what card? I, I, I don't think I it, have heard this it, name it's a, it's anywhere it's in the <laughs> past. I, I can't remember anything of it. <laughs> I just erased it from my memory. This thing's never happened. This thing's never happened. You mean Mana Silix? Oh yeah, that, that's a cool card. You, you should play it. You should try it. <laughs> I, I tried. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a really good note, and it will be costly for a lot of eternal players. And yeah, I think we should end the episode. Uh, yeah, with this, we wrap it up. Um, if you want to uh, see my red green madness or my red green hollow wine list, you can find me on Twitter on @finikmtg. It's P H I N N E K M T G, and where can we find you, Peter? You can find me on Twitter. It's at Unicorn Lord MTG. No. No. Only Unicorn you Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you upgraded. No, I'm Unicorn Lord MTG on, tw uh, on Twitch. So it's at Unicorn Lord. But the O in the Lord is a zero. Yeah. Where can we find you, Daniel? Uh, it's also on Twitter at Flying Delver MTG. Oh, no. Uh, just at <laughs> Flying Delver. <laughs> the next one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this was on purpose. Uh, just at Flying Devil, as always, you can find me there. And you can find us free at Respawns underscore Legacy. Just leave us a follow there. It would be great. We need some more. And for some feedback, if you want to contact us, you can write us on the email, which is... In-response at gmx.at and yeah, basically this. the end.